You're listening to Crud Talk, a ministry of 50 shades of grace. Everybody's got a story. I'm guessing like me, you've been hurt before. But what if I told you there was more to this life than being stuck in the hurt and sin of your past? Hey, we all have crud, but it's how we deal with it that makes all the difference. Hey everybody, welcome to Crud Talk. Today's episode is brought to you by Joe and Sharon Schrote. We thank you for your generous gift, which allows us to share hope and continue to help people deal with the crud in their lives. So thank you. Hi, everybody. This is Sonia Bruner. Welcome to Crud Talk. Hey, I know there's a lot of graduations going on right now. This is just the season that we're in. I want to say congratulations to all of the students who are graduating from high school and college and kudos high five congrats to all the moms and dads because you deserve it just as much as the students that is a huge accomplishment i know there's probably been a ton of happy tears this week and in weeks to come and you're celebrating so congratulations and we celebrate you today what an accomplishment that is so today i have a very special guest with me i am so so excited about it because uh, Pastor Rick Bruner <laughs> is here today, and I wanted Rick to be my very first guest, and so he is. Welcome, Rick Bruner. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? <laughs> so I'm super excited. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do, because I don't know if everybody knows what you do. Um, I've been a pastor for nine years. Um, I've been a bivocational pastor now for um, eight, I think eight years. Mm-hmm. So, and what bivocational means is, is that um, I have a full time job, and then I I have my job at church as well. So I pastor at at the church. I do uh, kids and families, and um, we kind of share responsibilities. So, anyways, I mean it's 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 a full time full time job, but I love it. I, I I love ministering to people. I love doing. Um, being a pastor and sometimes it's challenging but it's rewarding at the same time so you know can i say one thing before we get going i just want to say that you know this podcast this crud talk podcast has been in the making for uh, quite a quite a while i mean you've talked about it for a long time and and i i just want to say that i know that through this podcast that the Lord is just going to do some amazing, some mighty, I mean, we've already seen um, some lives changed and and God do some incredible work in people's lives through Crud Talk. And, and I just think that him allowing you to, to have this podcast is just going to minister to so many people. And I just want to say like, for our first time together that I'm really proud of you and I can't wait to see what God does through you and and through Crud Talk podcast. So it's pretty cool. I'm excited. Thank you, honey. Well, today I didn't okay. I um today we're gonna be talking about suffering. Woohoo! Everybody loves to suffer. Yeah, right? great first topic, right? <laughs> yeah. So We're talking about suffering and how when hard things happen, what we can do to not only get through it, but to grow stronger and not get stuck in the crud and to not allow Satan to wreak havoc or have his way in our lives. I like how 
Rick, you, you say this a lot. One of the biggest lessons to learn as a Christian is how to handle suffering. I love that you say that. And listen to this. This is, this is what Elsie says. In this world, suffering is a certainty. It may be the physical suffering that goes with living in these bodies that get sick. It may be the grief of watching a loved one get sick. It may be problems stemming from our own sin or from other sins against us. It may be the common pressures of life, of providing a living and wondering how we're gonna pay those bills. It may be the emotional suffering of struggling with feelings of inadequacy, loneliness, anger, worry, or fear. Whatever it comes from, wherever it comes from, suffering is inevitable and it will make you grow bitter or better depending on you handle how, how you handle that. I love when you say that. It'll make you grow bitter or better. Oh, I love that. If we don't learn how to handle affliction, worries, and other kinds of suffering, we will not persevere as a Christian and we're gonna continue to struggle. On the other hand, if we do learn how to handle suffering, we're gonna go stronger through it. Right. So Rick, you've preached on this, I know, multiple times, but give us some tools of how we can have hope if we're suffering. Okay, well, well, we'll just stop right there. And you you said, if we're, we, when we go through suffering, it's not if, it's when, because we all, we all go through suffering. If we all go through trials, we, we all have things that happen in our lives that um, just kinda almost hit us out of nowhere and we don't know what to do. So um, yeah, it's when that suffering comes, right? It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so tell us, tell us some, some tools that we can do. What's the first thing? Okay. Well, when, when we talk about this, um, first off, I just want to give you the reference of, of where, where I'm getting this and, and it's coming through, um, the references first Peter five and the verses are five through 14. And, um, the, the first point, point I want to make or the way to, to handle that is is to humble ourselves and and that that's not an easy first point um, <laughs> to nope. do is is you know what does it mean to humble ourselves yeah, how, exactly. how do you become humble well um, in in verse five it says um, to all of you that we need to clothe ourselves with the humility towards one another because because God oppo- opposes the proud but he shows favor to the humble. Mm. So right away, um, God is telling us that um, not to be proud, but to be humble. So I guess the question is, what what's what's humble? I mean, how do you show humility? Yeah, how do you? I well, you know, I think it's okay to be proud of yourself. I think it's okay to the accomplishments that that you've gained through education or or your work or your family. I mean, what whatever those accomplishments are, um, I but I think we have to realize where they come from, mm-hmm. and they come from from Him. They come from 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 God, and um, we have to not be maybe boastful about all of it, but be it's okay to, to acknowledge your accomplishments, I think. Well, I, I do think there's a, there's a, a Bible reference, even in Ecclesiastes two, um, that talks about that. And it says in Ecclesiastes three, verse 12. So I realize that all we can do is be happy and do the best we can while we are still alive. And then verse 13, here's what we're talking about is all of us should eat and drink. I'm super thankful that it says to eat. 
Funyuns. I love Funyuns. Yeah. Okay. All of us should eat and drink and enjoy what we have worked for. It is God's gift. Right. I yeah. love that. So it's the it's it's a posture thing. It's acknowledging that yeah. nothing good in with is within us except Christ. Right. All good things come from him. We can't do yeah. it on our own. No. But I think we can rejoice and enjoy it. I agree. That's I mean, what the Bible says. I don't says. think there's so. anything wrong with with acknowledging that in, yeah. in your life. And I'm, we just can't become so proud that um, it comes across boastful or um, we just have to acknowledge where it comes from. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. Okay, so we humble ourselves. We humble ourselves, and and in verse six it talks about um, humble yourself, therefore under God's mighty hand that He and kind of what you were just saying that He will lift you up in due time. Mm-hmm. So you know it, it talks about um, that God oppo- opposes the proud, but He shows favor to the humble. And then in the next verse it says that He's going to lift you up in due time if we show that humbleness that He wants us to show. So that first point is is that we need to humble ourselves before Him. Really, I mean He's the one who's allowed us to do what we've accomplished and and, um i think it's also isn't it also acknowledging he is god and we are not right oh absolutely it's that again it's that posture thing he gets to call the shots if we are slaves to christ if if we the old has passed away the new has come right we've given our lives our trust to jesus christ right yeah that means he has paid our debt right we owe him right we we owe him we follow him and so that means we want to please him too we want to do those things that we know are pleasing in his sight and so humbling to me humbling ourselves means that we bend down and we totally like give it to jesus and say i am you know you love me i know that i'm okay with you but then we're going to give him the credit we're giving him but we're still enjoying what we've done and 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 the the work that it took to get there and the accomplishment to get to the end result so yeah yep i agree with that um, th- there's another another point that that goes along with being humble, and that's um, in, in the next verse. It says it's talking about casting your anxieties on Him. Okay, and and I left a word out in that verse there, and and the word is all. Mm-hmm. So we can cast some of our anxiety on Him, some of our worry on Him, some of our um, give some of our suffering over to Him. But really, in the Bible, it talks about when we cast all. And I think really that word should be like capitalized, underlined, you know, probably in all our Bibles. And and it's not an easy thing to do is, is to cast everything, give everything over to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also says why we should do that and it and it's because that he he cares for us mm-hmm. and and he he loves us and he wants us to do that. but that has to be like our choice. I mean, we have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Why do you think people don't give it to him? Pride. I mean, I, I think it, it comes down to, you, you know, that prideful nature in all of ourselves and, and how we can, we can, I can do this. I can, I can handle this. Um, you, you know, it's just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, we take it on ourselves you know, to take care of the situation that we're going through at that time. Yeah, for sure. So I, I, I hear the word cast, right? <laughs> so yeah. I immediately think of fishing. Well, 
Yeah. Well, okay, so <laughs> we have a... <laughs> You Cast that? all your anxieties on him. Well, let's talk about anxiety for a minute. Okay. Okay. So when we talk about fishing, okay. Yes. And casting, that, that's a, you know, analogy there, right? Right. So we're fishing. You and I are. And we love to fish, everybody. Yes, we love and it. And we're, we're in the boat and um, just having having fun i'm on one side of the boat you're on another and you you know i usually just let you have the, the little zebco that you is know not reels true. or a push button and you know the snoopy pole and that is not true i'm way there. better than that that's well, not true okay you're you're a little <laughs> bit better than that but um i i had one of my bait casting rigs you know and ooh foo foo yeah well <laughs> And you thought it would be a good idea if if you tried that without really practicing first. So, um, well, you tell the rest of, of what happened there. Okay, because I will because you'll exaggerate. So, right. like, yeah. So, I was trying to show off. I didn't know much about fishing. Hadn't done it a lot, but I really enjoyed it. Enjoy it still to this day. And so, I grabbed his reel. I didn't know a thing about it. And I went to cast because I wanted to show him I know what I'm doing, right? Trying to impress him. And I cast it out and dropped the whole thing into the water. <laughs> so in, in this, what we're talking about, literally you casted everything like into the lake. I casted when, all. Yeah, my <laughs> all, like when we're supposed to give everything over to Christ, well, you gave everything into the lake. And, and that wasn't a cheap like rig, so... As we're as I turn and and go where where is my rod and you're watching bubbles come out of the lake the and bubbles we're, was just like yeah, sinking and I'm going are you kidding me right now and me knowing like that it wasn't the cheapest thing I I went head first into the lake you and dove off the side of the boat oh my god I was not letting that thing get away that was yeah that was one of my favorite favorite rig so but did i get it you did i did i i got it and and my anxiety was gone <laughs> yeah so this is the thing you didn't yell at me i was so proud of you that day i knew you I, yeah i knew you were a keeper because you didn't yell and you <laughs> you didn't you didn't say one unkind thing or a harsh thing to me i was really proud of you but well you know we're talking about anxiety and and i I want to share a couple things about anxiety. Yeah, the, the Greek word translates anxiety, and it comes from a word that means to divide. Mm -hmm. And and anxieties when it when it hits us, it divides our minds, and and it's almost to the point of that we can't concentrate on anything else. I mean, it, it's that powerful when when that anxiety, when that worry. Um, you know, you asked me the other day, or maybe it was today at lunch, you said, what's your crud, Rick? And and now that I think about mm -hmm. it, one of my biggest things is worry. I mean, I, I'm going to be totally honest, uh, and I know that I, I shouldn't be the worrier, but I... I don't know. I mean, I, I, I worry too much. So if there, you said, what's one thing that you could work on? And, and it's really what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk about, you know, we want to help people. Well, I mean, I think all of us need it and, and I know I need it too. And, and worry is, um, it's a big, it's a big 
thing for a lot of people. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. Um, and worry is a fear, right? A, a piece of fear, right? Isn't right. that what it is? Yeah. Let me. I'll, I'll tell you. And, and worry is defined as as a as a small trickle of fear mm. that kind of meanders through our brain, through our mind, and it and it cuts into all other thoughts until it's just drained. I mean, it takes everything. <laughs> so as I'm talking, I'm going, so what good is worry? Worry is no good, but it, it affects all of us, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think all of us worry at some period of time. So worry and anxiety distracts us from the productive things that God wants to do. And it consumes us by diverting our thoughts into these if you will, like channels of fear. Mm. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, worry is fear. That mm-hmm. That's really what it is. And I wonder too, if that's why he said cast all. Right. Because if what you're saying is worry consumes it, yeah. it takes over everything else, that would be why Jesus would have said, cast all your yeah. cares. Yeah. So why why is there a need for um, humbleness in in your life at a time of trial? Well, it's because... At the heart of anxiety is the proud notion that I can handle things myself. Mm. I mean, we handle things ourselves all the time. I can do this. I don't, I, I can handle this. I mean, we just take it upon ourselves. So we all have a, sin, a sinful tendency to lift ourselves up. And when we do that, it pulls the Lord down. Oh, say that again. That's really so, good. Say that again. We, we have a sinful tendency to lift ourselves up. And when we lift ourselves up, it pulls the Lord down and it's not allowing him to do the work in our lives that he wants to do because we've taken so much on ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, anxiety. A lot of people struggle with anxiety. Yeah. A lot of people do. Anxiety. And what does that come from? What are we talking about? We're talking about how to deal with suffering and suffering is anxiety. Mm-hmm. I mean, that suffering brings on anxiety, worry, fear, all, all of those things. So we just, um, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, so what's the next one? Um, the next one is, is resisting the devil. And that's a power, powerful one. Um, and it's hard to do. And I feel like sometimes too, we say that a lot and that sounds like such a a churchy thing. And what we're saying, what we're talking about is Satan has, is a, is a tricky, evil liar. Yeah. I mean, he is like out, he is out to distract us from doing what God wants. Right. And so tell us, tell us a little bit, cause you have kind of a cool take on that, about well, what that is. Peter talks about it. And in um, verse, verse eight, you know, in verse seven, it talks about casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for us. Well, in the very next verse, it, it hits us right, right off. And Peter is telling, you know, he's telling us to relax, to cast our cares on him. And then right in the very next sentence, he says, but wake up, you know, be alert because why? Because there's, there's a lion on the prowl Mm, and, mm -hmm. and, 
and you know what lions do i mean they they just go after their prey they they devour their prey and they're brutal too yeah really brutal and and satan is i mean he's yeah he's 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 the worst one of them all mm-hmm. and 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 if we're not careful with that he's he's going to eat us for lunch if you, yeah you know for yeah. a better lack of words but you, you know what i'm saying like i do if we're, i do if we're not careful he's he's going to attack every part of us that's not that he can get to yeah Ooh, that he can get to yeah. and we'll talk about that in a second yeah. because uh, you know there is protection even in the bible you know god gives us the protection how we need to resist the devil and um yeah we just need to be really careful on on how to resist resist him and when we talk about that we're talking about the full armor of god one of my favorite things to talk about other than other than how to to handle you know struggles is is the full armor of god yeah you love that i've taught on that many many times Mm -hmm. and it's and and it never gets old and why does it never get old because it instructs us what we need to put on and why are we putting on this battle gear it's to resist the devil because why because he he knows where to attack us he knows our vulnerable where we're vulnerable whatever we're dealing with whatever struggle we're going through at that particular time whatever anxiety we're feeling at that particular time or whatever worry um he knows what's going on and he's going he's literally going to attack the very thing that you're going through and and unless we have the protection of the full armor of god and and christ's protection um there's no way that we can we can resist the devil i mean you and i have talked about many times of even in the last few years the last few years have been crazy for everybody oh, yeah. everybody like in the world have has gone through a lot of struggles a lot of anxiety a lot of worry like what's going to happen what's going on i remember saying that i remember that in those early those early days what's happening yeah what is this exactly you know yeah. just feeling so nervous you know nervous about it and what is this and what does this mean for you and I and our and our and our family and yeah. and everybody else? You know, and what does it mean for ministry too? And, and do you think for a second that Satan didn't know that that was going on? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, he, he knew it was going on. He knew how, um, and that I guess that's why it's so so important that um, we are we are filled we are filled with Christ all all the time. And and how do we do that? Uh, we we need to be in prayer all the time. I mean, we constantly, um, the Bible talks about, you know, all, always being in pr- in prayer. Um, can, pray without ceasing. Yeah, yep. pray without yep. ceasing. And, and and does that mean that we're on, on our knees all the time? No, it means that when we're walking or when we're driving, I mean, just what, what the thoughts that we have, we just need to give it over to him and and. And I think people complicate. Yeah, I do too. And I think, I think there's um, something so special about, um, you know, keeping that acknowledging him throughout your day like that. There's yeah. something because it keep it keeps you with him and it keeps you mindful of him, which is another protection too. You know, yeah. you're when you're in his presence, you are you are protected. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so 
Yeah, I love I love that too. I mean, Satan's strategy is is to hit us when we're when we're really under some intense trial um, by by maybe suggesting you know God isn't strong enough to deliver you. Mm. You know, he, he tells that us doubt. that. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, he Ooh. just keeps feeding that, or or obviously he doesn't care for you. Um, you know, is this the way he treats his people? I mean, that's the thoughts that we have in our brain trying to 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 get us, you know, to. Yeah, he wants us to doubt. To not follow him. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, he wants us to doubt. Is and he really love you? Does he re is he really gonna come through for you? Yeah. Will he really you know what I mean? He, yeah. that's, he's always do, he's <laughs> I, the accuser for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I said um he will accuse your conscience even if you've confessed your sin, you know. Um oh, by that's saying good. some Christian you are. Like way to go. I mean you blew it again. God's going to love you for that one, right? Rick, that uh, is, man, that is so good. Yeah. Well, I, I have struggled with that. You finally do confess it, and then he pops up and he's like, oh, Yeah. You like think he's what, gonna, what makes you think that he's going to forgive you for that one? You already did that before yeah, and before exactly. and before and again and again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The so, accuser. Yeah. I mean, so we have to resist the devil. And how we do that is we put on the armor, right? Yeah, we put on the armor. Get in the word. We humble ourselves. Yes. I mean, let cast our anxieties over to him. Okay, and, and casting it would be sharing it all. But that word oh, all, yeah, don't that, forget that all. Yeah, and, and yep. that's that's a good point too because we need, we need to remember how important it is not to hold it on the thing that we're going through to ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I mean, do. So we need... As hard as it is to share what we're going through with somebody, um, because don't think for a second that other people haven't struggled with the same thing that you're going through. Maybe not at that particular time, but they have gone, maybe not the same thing, but something similar to what you're you're going through or have gone through. Right. Um, and, and so we need to, we need to share with others. We need to, um, let other Christians um, be there for us. Right. And so, yeah, let's talk about that too, because the connection, the connection that we have, why, why, how, how does God use other people in this process? And, and what does that look like? Um, I, he uses other people in, in, by us giving or sharing it with others they're the ones that are lifting us up in prayer. They're they're giving us the strength maybe that we don't have in ourselves and and helping us um, w- with prayer and just being there for each other. I think I, I think it's so important for the church to be there for one another. Mm-hmm. And and I don't think we do that enough Mm-mm. to be honest. Yeah, and and here's here's what I have observed too. The church gets a bad rap because we're not there for each other. But how many times do you and I not share the truth of what we're struggling? Yeah. What our what our yeah. what what our struggle is. Right. Whatever we're going through. We won't share that. Why? Mm-hmm. Because of pride. Pride. Yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so so the the church gets the blame, oh, they're not there, but they don't know. See what I mean? Yeah. And if we and this is what's so important, I think, why we deal with our crud why we talk about our stories, why we share, why why do I keep harping on that? Because we are more the same than we are different. Right. But you don't know that. Unless, unless you share. That's it. Yeah, unless, yeah. Unless. And, the, and the truth, you know, like there's there's something about that. Um, isn't that true? Isn't that true? We heard Dr. Lambert say, 
about the black oak trees when the storms come they the branches on the top break off but you don't see them hit the ground and the reason that is is because the other branches are lifting them up yeah so good that's such a powerful visual for me right. i hate those trees by the way but but then every time i see them we have a ton of them on our place yeah. every time i look at them i think you know what that's what the church is that's what it should be it should be churches families ch- that we should be lifting each other up holding each other so we don't fall because when not if right we're going to have struggles yeah it's when that's so true we're suffering we need each other and we can learn and we can grow not to judge not to say hey i've arrived because what do we rick and i have um really tried to make this a model in our house it's what we 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 preach and teach and try to live okay we're no better than anybody right but we're we're not worse either right (laughs) and so that's how and that's kind of how we do our ministry too and um and our lives really that's i think that's really true um I want to share one more point, if I can, about resisting the devil. Oh, yeah. And Keep going. Yeah. So resisting the devil, we have to remember, is is not an offensive posture. Okay? Okay. What do you mean by that? It's, it's if you, if you see something that's going to hurt you, you're not going to go, I mean, our, our instinct is not to run out there and go after it. So when- Like when if there's we, a lion standing in the yard, I'm not going to run after exactly. it. Exactly. So if, if the devil is attacking us, um, we have to remember that, that resisting him is not an offensive posture, it's a defensive posture. So there again, we're talking about pride, okay? And we're talking about casting our anxieties over to him and giving it to him. And um, so I think, I think that's good. It's not an offensive posture, but it's a defensive posture. Right, so. because isn't it true that the one we want, we can stand against the devil for sure. We stand and stand on truth, but we still don't run seeking him is kind of what you're saying. If there's like, if there's a, a bear in the yard, I'm not gonna go out with just my, my hands yeah. and try to fight the bear. You want the best weapon possible. What is our best weapon? It's Jesus Christ. It's, it's Jesus and, and, that's and the you, word. And, yeah. and we, we stand on that. So right. when the devil does attack us, right, mm-hmm. it might not be an offensive posture, but you can rest assured that with that you can fight him with Christ in your corner. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Right. I mean, so. I heard somebody say to just what you said, kind of a different way, when the devil attacks, we the, the most powerful faith um, example we can do is rest in Jesus right. because we know he's got it. We don't get spun spun around with anxiety. We don't freak out. We don't worry. Yeah. We humble ourselves. We cast our cares and that's by speaking the truth, telling God our hurts and telling him what we're worried about, right? Casting right. your cares means you give it to him, but that means you got to be honest with him and tell him what they are and then we resist the devil. Resist the devil and don't forget rely on other believers too i mean share what you said share the truth i mean that you're hurting what you're going through the struggles the worry that whatever it is i mean that's that's what the body of christ is there for is to lift each other up i i love the branch i mean when when we're fallen others are there to lift us up yeah and and you and i have walked through this for years and years and years we've seen this we've been on staff for a long time and been in in leadership in church and we've seen example after example even recently we're parenting adult kids you and i have never done that yeah 
it's a whole new game, right? It's a whole new game and a right. whole nother topic. Yeah, <laughs> we could we got we got to do that. We got to do that because yeah. that's there's so much we're learning. But what I have literally brought my cares, brought yeah. my struggles, brought my suffering to other people in the church who have gone before me and ha- have experience and what God taught them. Yeah, and they share that with me, and then I have friends that have kids that are still in junior high, high school, and I share what I learned from God in those junior high, high school yeah. years. And then they can share what they learned with the people that have itty bitty kids and so on example. and so on and yeah. so on. I have learned so much yeah. godly wisdom from yeah. the people in my church. It's, you know, shout out to all y'all. It's yeah. just, it's been such a powerful, and that's the example we're talking about here right. too. And by talking about Jesus, they were pushing me towards Jesus. I didn't get stuck in my anxiety and worry. How is this going to work out? I don't know how to do it. I don't know blah, 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 blah. Me, 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 me. And the focus becomes me. Yeah. And they kept the focus on Jesus, which he's the one that can do something about it anyway. Right. It, that's the power of the church. That's the power of the family, the body of Christ. Totally agree. Yep. We need to do more of that. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yep. Can I just close with one one thing and then we'll, I'll, I'll be done with it. Okay, awesome. Okay, so. You did so good, honey. Thank you. Suffering is, is never easy. We all agree with that, right? Oh, well, I hate it. But if we, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all hate it. But if we will humble ourselves before God by casting all of our anxieties on him, resist the devil trust in the sovereign God of all grace and stand firm in his grace with other believers, we can grow stronger through our suffering. I love it. Yeah. So don't get discouraged out there. Have hope. Christ, if you don't know Jesus, ask somebody about him. He loves you. This is Sonia Bruner. Thanks, Rick, for being here today. I'm Can't looking, wait. I know. I'm looking forward to yeah, other episodes. It's going to be fun. Sonia Bruner, you can check out more information, music, videos, articles, and more crud talks on soniabruner.com. Thanks for being with us today. See you next time. <laughs>